The Favorites Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. They're America's number one sportsbook with an easy-to-use app that's safe and secure. And when I win, I get paid out in as little as two hours. And this season, FanDuel Sportsbook is making betting easy for everyone. With great promos like risk-free bets, enhanced odds markets, same-game parlays, and more. So if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and sign up with promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you. You must be 21 or older and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Welcome to the Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. It is Thursday. We've got a lot to discuss as we get into divisional playoffs. We are going to go through sharp calls. We are going to go through what we hope will be a big balls bet of the week. We are going to nail down what we think the best bets are as we've evolved from Tuesday to Thursday with market news and conditions and lines changing and et cetera, et cetera. My BFF, my companion, my compadre. Professional better, Simon Hunter. Simon, before we get to any of that, we do have literally some late breaking overnight betting news. This is how it happens. This is the world you live in. This is how it goes down for someone like you. Talk to me. Yeah, buddy. Woke up to a bunch of missed calls, which is never a good thing, but sometimes it is. It's usually COVID related, but like we joked on the playoffs, COVID disappeared. COVID doesn't exist. So immediately I saw a bunch of missed calls. My mind went to the worst called back this other guy who I work with and he started talking about this NC State offensive lineman. E.K. McQuanu for the number one overall pick right now is gone from 101 to 6 to 1. Articles are coming out now, right? Mock drafts are being posted. So apparently athletic, well-trusted mock draft group, online reporters put out their first mock. And in this mock, they had Quanu as number one overall pick. He was at 101 when this article was posted, right? It is since in the last 24 hours moved to six to one. So when I got woken up this morning, it was about from other professionals calling me saying, you know, what was it? Midnight, 1 a.m. Vegas time that they're betting this number on this NFL draft. Again, people aren't going crazy about the draft right now. It's really professionals betting the draft. It's January. The public doesn't care about the draft. The public is on to the playoffs. That's why this line moving is such a big deal. Moving it from 101 to six to one in a 24 hour period. I honestly, I can't remember another time I've seen a sports book do that kind of thing. It's, it's crazy they were that off on these opening lines. So, Chad, you know, if, if we hear a story like this, this is a big deal. So it's it's really exciting right now when this morning just everyone's going crazy trying to figure out what these people know. Are the Jags leaking information? Is it a guarantee that he'll be the number one pick now? Because that's I'm seeing some books. He's at three to one right now. That, that's pretty insane movement. That is massive movement in the span of 24 hours from 100 to one to three to one. I don't even know. That sounds almost entirely unprecedented. Wheels are turning right now, so I can't even think of anything off the top of my head, but it's it's pretty shocking. Like, the last crazy number one pick I could think of was Baker. 
I remember Baker, he opened up at maybe 35, 30 to one to be the number one pick. Like that was pretty crazy. And by the time the draft got closer and Sam Darnold started dropping and Josh Allen started dropping down, all of a sudden Baker ended up being the number one pick. But people don't really know that until three days before. This is crazy movement. 101 to three to one. That's they're not moving that just because it's some random guy walking off the strip. They're moving that off real good information. So that's uh, that's a pretty exciting story right now. Look, it's January. Like you said, the draft isn't for a few months. There's going to be a lot of movement in this overall for the record. We can remember to cut the clip. It was Chad Melman who said there would not be a quarterback taken in the top 10. Uh, I stand by it in all the mock drafts that have come out. We've continued to see that. uh, Mel Kuyper came out with his mock draft, his first mock yesterday. He expected the first quarterback taken to be, I think, 13. It was the kid from Liberty. Simon and Matt Mitchell, you're both against me on that. But huge news, huge news about movement uh, in the NFL draft odds, 101 to 3 to 1 for North Carolina State offensive lineman, Ekim Aquanu. People ask, why do I go to bed so early? That's why. It's like my days start at weird times just because Vegas doesn't sleep. Like a lot of these pros, they're making moves at midnight, one, two in the morning. What can I do? That's four, five a.m. our time. So, I, I go to bed at nine o'clock, not because I'm an old man. I'm just, I'm, t- I'm tired, man. I've been up all day. Meanwhile, I go to bed at nine o'clock just because I go to bed at nine o'clock. Well, you're going to live That's forever. It. No, you're going to live forever, Chad. That I'm, I'm trying. That's my goal. <laughs> Me? I'm going on the theory that I'm not scared of death and I'm going to eat what I'm going to eat. This morning, what I have, I had some bacon, had some Cheerios. I'm a balancing act. Maybe an apple later. Who knows, Chad? But you, you're going to live to be 150. All right, well, let's get to it. Look, divisional playoffs, it's the best sports weekend that there is. Like, the, the, it's its great competition. The games are going to be amazing. I always love it because it's the best week. It's one of the best weekends of the year for Action Network. We've talked about, we've gone through all the games. Let's talk about your sharp calls to start. Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said, baby, what you doing? Yeah, sharp calls. I think last week we, we kind of narrowed down to just one game. And again, I trusted my gut. I went against a lot of professionals who I do trust, but playoffs, I talk all the time. It's about trusting your gut. Just take all the information you're getting given. And it's the same thing I do with these sharp calls. So this week, no surprise, the professionals, they love the Buccaneers. And I really, really, really like the Rams. I, I said that like coming into it. I wanted more time just to see what the, was going on with the injuries with this Buccaneers team. Again, we're going to break down that whole game, but just so people know where the pros heads are at. They love the bucks. They're coming in really big on the bills. I can think of five legit groups that have come in heavy on the spills money line, and they're going to keep taking it if, until they move it down to a pick. They're not taking the number. Like they haven't been taking the two and a half. They haven't been taking the two. They've been taking the money line. They, they just believe in this bills team. So that, that started to explain more why so much of that money was coming on the bills. I didn't really get, it. I thought that was public money. No, it's not. Like I, I've, I've talked to a bunch of runners in the state here of Jersey They've just been betting that Bills money line. It's shocking. I am honestly like, again, we're going to go through that game. I, I was shocked by that just because I just can't imagine going against Mahomes at home here. I get they have a read and they have a system just like I do. Um, but luckily, I, I'm just I sometimes I do fade my system. I'm not here. I'm still going to ride the Chiefs uh, again. We'll break that one down. Another one that I just found really interesting was, um, you know, people like doing totals. I talked to a lot of pros that like the under in this Cincinnati-Tennessee game. Uh, they're looking at a team that they believe Tennessee is going to ball control it, same reason we like Tennessee. And a lot of the guys I talk to, they just think that 
last week, them going against the Raiders, again, Joe Burrows looked great. They thought that was more about the Raiders' defense, just not being that good and being exhausted. When well, now you're going against a rested Tennessee defense, a much better front four that's going to bring a lot more pressure on Joe Burrow. I can see why they like the under. It makes sense, and now I'm checking it, looking at the splits on the action app. Money and tickets are coming in towards the over. The line's not really moving. So, obviously, the professionals have come in. They've held that number where it's at. So, you can wait on that one. I feel like the public will keep coming in. Maybe you'll get a nice little bump before the game kicks off. But that that's one of those I'm going to have to be on the under in that Tennessee game. I also like Tennessee. It's rare for me to take a favorite in an under. But Tennessee style, running the ball, controlling the clock, that kind of skews towards the under and a win for that team. This is a stat from Stucky in the Action Network podcast, which came out this morning. Download it. It's fantastic. Totals in the divisional round since 2003, when the total is between 47 and 55 and a half, which is where all these totals are this week, unders have gone 57% since 2003. When the games are played outdoors, meaning all of these games, because they're all being played outdoors, the unders 37, 20, and two. And we're going to go game by game right now. But I will say that the other day, my first instinct on the Chiefs and the Bills was it was at 54 and a half. My first instinct was on the under. You like the over, but this to me feels like a game where it's overinflated because of the caliber of the offenses and the Chiefs, especially at home, tend to score low score. Uh, they're tending to be more to low scoring games. And this is the kind of game where you could see a lot of long drives and that doesn't lead itself to lend itself to a big, a big number. Yeah. I think Stucky was when I said it too, that it's totals above 54 and the playoffs are eight and one towards the under the only over that's ever gone over is the bills versus the chiefs. Uh, it's by you saying you're on the under, everyone's going to be joining you. Like I know plenty of professionals are going to be on that under that's just way too high for this playoffs. I'm just on small for the over just because of what I just said. I just believe both these offenses are that great. Like I both, the, again, the OC for the Bills, you could argue he's going to be one of the hottest candidates to be a head coach this offseason. And he just trusts Josh Allen like you've rarely ever seen a, a, an OC. Like, well, again, they've had games this year. Matt Mitchell can test to it. They just don't even run the ball. They let Josh Allen simply pass the entire game. So the reason I just like the over is because both these guys – they're like that skit from Monty Python. You can cut their arms off. They're going to still be hopping around trying to fight. Just you. a flesh wound. Yeah, exactly. It's like Josh Allen can have both his legs cut off and he's still going to be throwing and chucking. Even if he's down 50 points in the fourth quarter, it's like, I, I just look at both these offenses and never quitting. So I, I'm, I'm with you. That's a fair bet. Take the under in this matchup, but yeah, I am. Other, other, again, we'll touch the other three games. This is the only one I'm really on the over for. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk about Tennessee and Cincinnati out of the gate. First game, we loved Tennessee at minus three and a half. Nothing I have heard or seen since then makes me disagree with that. I think coming into this game, the Joe Burrows are a little bit inflated because of what they did this past week. It's a about 83% of the money, meaning the professionals are coming in on the Titans, even at the three and a half. They're going to be healthy with all 22 of their projected starters playing. Derrick Henry back, A.J. Brown back and healthy. Julio Jones expected to play a high percentage of snaps. Mike Vrabel, 8-0 when he has more than nine days to prepare. You and I both know he's a great coach, coach of the year. Nothing walks me away from this bet. Nope. And I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't talk about 
video of Derrick Henry coming out there. They, they People posted video of Derrick Henry this past week practicing. Holy shit, did he look angry in practice. Like, he just was bulldozing his own teammates holding the pads. Like, you've heard all the rumors coming out. They want to get him 20 to 25 touches in this game. That's – this is like – this is the secret weapon of Tennessee. This is why we like them so much. People just remember, what what have you done for me lately? Like, like they're not thinking about Derrick Henry going out this season. He was at MVP levels. Like, he was literally playing at MVP level when he got hurt. Fresh legs, Derrick Henry. Man, by that by the time it hits that fourth quarter, this, it's just going to be – since he's, he's going to be done. And that's when Derrick Henry kind of shines. So, nothing's changed for me either, Chad. I talked to a couple of different bookmakers. They're – Getting slammed with Bengals money line money. If you can look at on the action app, it's really skewed. I believe it's over 6% of the money, 6% of the bets right now is on the money line for the Bengals. No surprise. People think they're a live dog. The, the uh, teaser numbers is even more skewed. It's like over 80% of all teasers right now are towards this Bengals team. It's it's no surprise. It's just the Tennessee hasn't been a public team this year. Again, Vrabel, we, t- we talked about it. They were the one seed in the AFC. They beat, you know, the Chiefs, they beat the Bills. They beat some of the best teams in that division with Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback, and he wasn't going to be talked about coach of the year. Like, people kept talking about LaFleur with Aaron Rodgers, who's the MVP of the league. It's like, what are we doing here? That's why I just think this this Tennessee team is just disrespected, and it's one of these games where I think Vrabel's going to be playing that card to them. Like, no one really believes in us. Sure, we're the favorite, but do people really, like, believe in us as a team? People are just talking about the Chiefs and the Bills. Like, whoever wins that game is going to win the AFC. People are just sleeping on this Tennessee team. So you're right, you're right there, Chad. Like, I got to take this number. I got to take Tennessee. As long as it stays under four, you're getting a great number. Even if it hits four, I still think that's a good number for this Tennessee side and the under, like we talked about. I just – I like Tennessee to ball control this game. Again, amazing story by Cincinnati. It feels like they're a year or two away from playing an AFC championship game. So they got to pay their dues. This is one of those games where – if since he was at home, I'd maybe think about them in the upset. But the fact they're on the road – like Chad just said, after such an emotional big win, their their coach going around giving game balls out of all those bars. Like I can't get over how cool of a story that is. But that just felt like that was their Super Bowl. So we we usually win in these spots. Like last week with uh, the Raiders, we faded the Raiders off that huge emotional win against the the Chargers. It worked out for us. Maybe we got a couple of calls go our way. We got a little lucky, but those are the kind of situations. That's why you play those kind of numbers. And again, with this Tennessee team, I think we're getting a good number. Reminder that the Titans minus three and a half are my scooch roulette pick. And I'm saying it now because we're going to transition into the Chiefs and the Bills a little bit more deeply. And your scooch roulette pick was the Chiefs minus two. And everything I've heard about who's back for the Titans is, you know, the Derrick Henry video, Vrabel off of a lot of time to prepare this, the Bengals sort of getting some some public attention, being the public um, darling and then on the other side, the Bills being very much the wise guy favorite here. Everybody loving the Bills. People talking about having the Bills power rated as their best team in the NFL. It's a pros-Joes game. Like this is the only real pros-Joes game on the board where bets are coming in on the Chiefs. Money is coming in on the Bills. The line has moved up and down a little bit. It did get down to one and a half. Simon, you say a lot of professional money coming in on the bills on the money line. Yep. All that said, I still love the chiefs here. <laughs> That's what, like, I, I joke with people all the time about trusting your gut in these moments. It's like, 
not going to lie. A couple of the pros I talked to, they're, they're better than me. They, they've won longer. They've been around the books a lot longer. When they start breaking me down while they're on the bills, it's, it's all sound. It all makes sense. But I keep saying to them, like, you're, you're really going to bet against Mahomes and Arrowhead. Like, we're really going to bet on the Bills to beat them twice in one year. It's, that's a lot to ask of Josh Allen. Josh Allen's going to be paying back his demons of having a letdown multiple times this past season. Like, that Jags game, that cost them a one seed. There, there's little moments where this past season the Bills cost themselves, and I think it's going to come to the forefront in this matchup. Again, we saw last week every home team won and covered except the 49ers who went on the road and beat Dallas. It's just hard to win on the road in the playoffs. Again, last year, people were like, oh, look how great the road teams are doing. There's no fucking fans. Like, that's a big deal. There's no fans in the stadium. It was literally quiet and pumped in music. We've seen it this year flip back to what it usually is, where it's home teams have an advantage because of that. That crowd noise, it really makes it hard to communicate. And Josh Allen, we saw it last week, he loves to talk to the line. That's why he's such a great commander. He's moving guys. He's doing different things like that. I, I'm right, right there with you, Chad. I still think we're getting a great number in this matchup. And just looking at the numbers, I think it's moving, honestly, because of what we talked about, how many pros are coming on the money line. And the public, this is their number. Again, this is we'll see what the teasers number are come Sunday. This is the number one tease team right now. You, you're able to tease them up to eight and a half, seven and a half. We talk all the time about key number, how those are such key numbers. No surprise. So I, I'll take the value on this Chiefs team. I'm, I'm honestly... I'm excited to see what kind of matchup this will end up being because it's just giving me these bad vibes of this Bills team literally is coming off, again, a perfect game, just a complete letdown in this spot. Like Stucky talked about it. The stat that you're referring to, there is a pretty good system and precedent where teams that blow teams out the week before and win by four touchdowns or more. uh, The key was cover, cover by 28 or more, right? Yeah, cover by 28 or more. Tend to not cover the following week. They're less than, uh, I believe, 40% against the spread the following week. Like it's, it's little things like that where teams have these crazy offensive explosions and the following week, they kind of have a letdown because, again, it's a lot easier beating up on Mac Jones than it is Mahomes on the road. So I, I get why you say it's a lot of professional money. Like I've talked to pros who are coming on the Bills. It's going to be a lot of public too, though, just like off that, that fact alone where it's the Bills team – they were the best team last week, no doubt. Like, that was historical what we saw. So that's why people like, you know, that I, I like to give shit to people that make bets. In the playoffs, I don't really do it because I can see why people are on the Bills. Like, arguably the most complete offense, most complete defense in the playoffs. It's just the Mahomes factor. I, I can't stress it enough how special this kid is. And when he's getting overlooked like he is in this game, when all the money's coming on the Bills, this is when you want to back Mahomes. So I, I do think we're getting a really good number here, Chad. I love it unconditionally like I love Matt Mitchell. I'm going to bring you in here okay, as the resident king of Western New York who's worn a Bills poncho, sweater, or jacket every day since the Bills won. We do have some follow-ups. The other day, you talked about how you wore gloves, surgical gloves, while you ate your wings. People had questions about that. They also wanted follow-ups on uh, the ice cream you've bought for your neighbors, which is a tradition. Can you fill people in on both? How did you get the gloves? Did you sort of put them under a Bill's poncho after your daughter's birth? What was the story there? Yeah, first things first, for anyone that is childless in our listenership, when you go to the hospital to have a baby, first there's a delivery room, which is usually not a terribly impressive room. And then there's a postpartum suite you are taken to after the baby is born. In that postpartum suite, 
every single thing in that room that's disposable has to be disposed of after you check out whether or not you touched it. So for the birth of each of my children, I stripped that room clean. Uh, a lot of that stuff comes in very handy. So I took all of the gloves, all of the absorbent pads, anything that could uh, could come in handy like a real uh, Western New York uh, scumbag, put them in a giant duffel bag, walked it right out of there like I was robbing a bank. Um, and all that stuff uh, has come in handy for both medical reasons and wing eating reasons. Recommend to anybody that is uh, welcoming the uh, the birth of a child to remember this when you uh, when you're having your your hospital experience. And yes, we we didn't touch on the ice cream thing when I moved into my neighborhood here in Milwaukee. I let all the neighbors know. Listen, when the Bills win a playoff game, because at the time they hadn't won in in uh, like 20 years. If the Bills win a playoff game, I will buy each and every one of you a pint of Ben and Jerry's. You just let me know what you want. My son and I will go to the store, we'll pick it up, and then we'll drop the pint off to each of you. It was really a hearts and minds campaign to try to brainwash a lot of Packer fans into being Bill supporters as well. And last week, people want to get their orders in, but they were being very cautious, didn't want to count their chickens before they've hatched. But right around halftime, the texts start coming in. Chunky monkey, Americone dream, half-baked, second half, the blowout's on. Bills are definitely going to win, you know, fish food, some vanillas in there. And I told them, you know, every eligible family, go ahead and let me know and we'll drop it off tomorrow. And I say eligible because obviously not every family can get it. For example, my neighbor, Ben, he's a Patriots fan. He could eat a pile of dog shit for all I care. He did not get one. Um, <laughs> so, so it was really fun. It's been a, it's been a fun tradition. I put on the Bills poncho and I drop them off at each house. Everyone's very excited for a potential Bills win this weekend. And the, the final note about that Bills game experience last week was I have a buddy, Joey, who I go way back with, a Bills fan, huge Bills fan, Western New York guy, grew up in Maine. He and I text through the entirety of every Bills game always. And this game, I'm texting him and like nothing, texting him nothing. It's like, I hope Joey's okay. Hope he didn't die of alcohol poisoning before the game. And at halftime, he goes, well, funny thing happened. And he sends me a picture and his, his wife delivered their first baby at kickoff. And that's why he was a little bit busy. He said, you know, our first son is born just as the prophecy foretold. So I think that kind of baby momentum, that's what's giving me a lot of, uh, a lot of belief that the Bills can keep this, keep this going here. The moon and the tides and the children and the ice cream, everything's kind of aligning. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun time. Here's to Joey. I hope he stole a box of surgical gloves. Yeah, the Joey I know probably rented a truck and helped himself to a couple hospital beds, too. And the hospital was in Boston, I will note. So I don't think he made a lot of friends in the birthing and postpartum experience. This is the game. Lines are being drawn. It's really hard to bet against the two-time defending AFC champions at home with a generationally great quarterback when they are less than a field goal favorite. Think about that. Think about that for a second. Less than a field goal favorite for Patrick Mahomes at home. I know what everyone's saying about this Bills team. Offensively, one of the best. Defensively, one of the best. It is their time. Simon, I thought you made an incredible point. The Bills' inability to close out certain teams and be as consistently great early in the year, this is when it potentially costs them. And that Jags game, that is it right there. 
This is what divisional playoff weekend is about. This game, Chiefs, short home favorites against the Bills. And it's why the NFL is just the best. Like the best. we went from getting Brady and Peyton Manning in every AFC, you know, to decide the AFC championship kind of games to now we have Josh Allen Mahomes for the next 10, 15 years. It's the NFL just reloads up on these dynamic all-star quarterbacks. And it's like, that's why, again, if the Bills win, it's going to hurt me because I'm going to lose some money. I'm going to be happy because I like Josh Allen a lot. Love Bills fans. I obviously love Matt Mitchell. It's, it's just a great story that this, this Bills team ain't the team that choked four straight Super Bowls. This team, if they, get, if they get over this demon, this hump of this Chiefs team that keeps taking them down, I mean, how can we not? Again, we'll deal with it next week, but this is, might be a team of destiny in this Bills team if they can pull off the upset. In my heart, every time I talk about it, I really want the Bills to win. Me too. This game is down to one and a half, by the way. Just don't forget the sharp money, the smart money is on the under in that game total. I am on the over, but yes, the really smart is. professional money is on the under. It's on, it's uh, on the under 54 and a half. The NFL playoffs are in full gear and everyone can get in on the action with a risk-free bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. All customers get up to $10 back if your same game parlay doesn't win. Same game parlays let you combine multiple bets from one matchup for a big payout. You can combine bets on the money line, point spread, player stats, and so much more. This week, I'm looking at a same game parlay of LA Rams money line, Matt Stafford passing yards over, and Tom Brady passing yards under. I love betting in FanDuel Sportsbook because it's America's number one sportsbook with an easy to use app and payouts in as little as two hours. Already have an account? Just place your risk-free same game parlay on any divisional round game to qualify. New customers join today with promo code FAVORITES to get your first risk-free bet. Plus, if it's your first time betting with FanDuel, you can enjoy 30 to one odds on any team in the divisional round to win after using promo code FAVORITES. You can turn a $5 bet into $150. That's promo code FAVORITES on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, $10 restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game probably available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE. NY in New York. Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. The Rams in Tampa Bay. You're telling me that everybody is coming on the box professionally and it doesn't make any sense to me. I did bet the Rams at plus three early this morning. The line is down to two and a half now. And so you're telling me a lot of money coming in on the box, which surprises me given the movement of the line, given this was a game we talked about the other day on Tuesday, 
people were going to wait to see what was going on with the injuries on the offensive line. Yesterday, Tristan Wirfs and Ryan Jensen did not practice. Doesn't mean they won't play, but they could barely protect Tom Brady against the Eagles, who don't have a very good pass rush. Von Miller and Aaron Donald and a defensive secondary, even with Eric, Eric Weddle, it's a much better defense against a really banged up offense. Yeah. And I, again, I think the professional money is who the hell is Stafford to be catching less than three or three against I get Brady. And, and that's what I said to them. I said, listen, I get it. That's a fair, fair excuse. But when I'm, when I'm looking at the numbers, like you just talked about the, the offensive line, he basically Bruce Arians said, these guys aren't practicing no matter what till Friday. So when I'm, when I'm reading the cliff notes and reading about what the beat reporters are saying for the Buccaneers, it feels like that center is going to play. The center will be back healthy. The left tackle. Kristen Wirfs. Again, he's all pro. He's going to be out. Like, I really don't think he's going to play. He, he's and been his a walking boot. injured. Really? Yeah. In a walking boot all week. It's Thursday. This man weighs over 300 pounds. Like, if, if he needs a walking boot to get around, I don't know if that ankle is going to hold up. Again, he tried coming back in the game. Wouldn't he have the adrenaline and have gotten a shot? And he couldn't do it. Like, he could not put, pre- like, put weight onto that ankle. So, I do think the center will be back, but that's a big deal, that guy being out on the left side. So you, you just talked on a chat. I mean, we're going to be sitting here on Tuesday. I'm going to feel like a freaking idiot taking this Rams team against Brady. Like, it's it's that simple, but I I, can't, I have to take the better team in this position. I just like the Rams. I feel like they're, they've earned it to me that this line should be closer towards a pick. The value is starting to shift towards Brady. Like, if this number gets to two, by my system – account like that's where the value is it's on the Brady. it's on taking brady but i'm on the rams i just like the rams i'm split this week i'm on two favorites two dogs this is one of the dogs i like you can't get the three anymore with this Rams team like chad said just take the money line like you're you're betting them at such a short number like this you just take the money line in this position so stafford with cooper cup odell beckham who looked great last week this is his game like this this secondary the buccaneers team they are terrible. They're down to fifth and sixth string starters on that cornerbacks right now. So you have the arguably the best receiver that we've ever seen play football in Cooper Cup and, you know, flashes of brilliance from Odell Beckham. Stafford, you got to do it this week. You're not going to have Sony Michelle running over this team. Like you're not winning like you were against the Cardinals. They're, we're going to need Stafford to st- step up and win us this game. So it's scary, Chad, but I- I'm doing it, buddy. I-, I believe in this Rams team. I'm taking that number. It's also scary when you do this. Look, we, we, I like the Titans. I like the Chiefs. I like the Rams. You know it's not going to be another weekend where it's sort of predominantly favorites. And so it's just scary to think, are we on every wrong side? Like, is it going to be yeah. the Bengals and the Bucks and the Bills? And then we haven't talked about the Packers and the, and the, the um, Niners yet. But I like the Rams here, too. I bet, I bet the Rams. I'll put it in the Action Network app. Oh man! Yeah, like you, you could argue every week you need the bounces to go your way. This is the like all these teams are so close. Again, the action network keeps tweeting out. This is the shortest lines all combined ever since what 1988. Like this is this is one of the the best divisional rounds we've had in a long time. Just max competitive edges on both teams. So you're you're dead on, Chad. Like we're we're gonna need bounces to go our way to for us to win and cover these numbers. Like four zero this week. That's just pure luck. Like, yeah, I could act like I have all the skill in the world. No, that's pure luck if you're going for and all of this week because all these teams match up so well with one another. The stat that you're referring to is this weekend, the combined total for the point spreads in all four games is below 14, which is the first time that's happened. 
I love the under. I, I know a bunch of professionals. They really like the under in this matchup between the Rams. And we've seen what this Rams defense can do. They shut down that Cardinals team like it was nothing last week. Obviously, they're not going to do that against Tom Brady. But with Matthew Stafford's shakiness and Tom Brady going up against a much better defense than that Eagles team, again, I don't think they're going to be in a lot of short fields against this Rams team, uh, hopefully, with Stafford. So I, I like them. I'm with the pros on that. Right now it's sitting at 48 and a half, 49. I'd take this down to 47. So that's a, that's a good number taking that under. All right, last game on the board. San Francisco 49ers visiting the Green Bay Packers. The Niners are six-point underdogs. Uh, you had alluded to the other day conversations that are happening about Jimmy G's health. There hasn't been anything official that's come out, but there still continues to be a lot of chatter about uh, how healthy he is. Not to the point that Trey Lance is going to play, just uh, sort of his ability to execute, um, which is making me very anxious about betting the Niners at plus six. I'll retweet a clip out. He practiced yesterday. Jimmy had looked like he had really good zip on the ball. Again, it's hard to say because who knows what his injury is, but the rumors are like the, even I've seen even their beat writers write about it. It's his shoulder. It's his throwing shoulder that he got a little banged up on. Didn't look like much though. Again, in that practice, he had good zip on the ball. Wasn't throwing it at guys feet. Wasn't throwing it over their head, putting it right in their chest, right in their hands or by their heads. Like if, as long as he has accuracy and the ball is coming out of his hand quick, I, I'm, I'm back on the 49ers. I think Jimmy, he did exactly what I needed to see. I needed to see him look healthy, make passes, and not just be like a lazy, you know, practice, two-step drop, just throwing it. Like, really seeing him put some, you know, oomph behind his passes and really throw a tight spiral. Look good. Like, looked exactly what I expect Jimmy to look like. So, nothing's changed, buddy. I'm going to probably sprinkle more on the first half money line for this 49ers team than I am full game. Just because, again, I've talked to a bunch of pros. They're right. Like, I'm, I might be buying too much into my own future in this 49ers team that they're going to pull the actual upset off with Green Bay. That's, it's fair argument to say it's Aaron Rodgers' year. Again, he's at MVP. They're, they're the best team of football. Like, when they're fully healthy, all their pieces are there. They are the best team. But we talked all last show about their weakness is running. They cannot stop the run on defense. We saw with this 49ers team to that Dallas Cowboys team. They made Dak sit on his ass. He couldn't get a rhythm. The man could not find a rhythm. You saw once he found a rhythm was in for what the fourth quarter because they kept getting short fields and they kept getting the ball and they had more time with the ball. This is the this is the formula to beat this Aaron Rodgers team. Like Aaron Rodgers, we've seen it when the, like they lost that Buccaneers. The Bucks, yeah, they got lucky with that Scotty Miller touchdown before halftime last year in that the NFC Championship game. But they also ball controlled it. They really ball controlled that game and kept Rodgers off the field. He made a little comeback at the end of the game once he got into rhythm. But again, it was too late by then. So. Looking at this 49ers team, I have to believe that their their run game is going to make this game close. Like six is such a big number. Like I I really can't believe it's just sitting up there. That's what I kind of feel like a little bit like a fool taking it. But then I look at the numbers and it's it's looks like it's public and sharp money coming in heavy on Green Bay. And in the playoffs, it's usually good to be on the opposite side of the public and the professionals. The bookmakers usually know what they're doing. So unless this number shoots all the way up to seven, six and a half. I'm feeling pretty damn good about taking a six year. That's a fair number. That's a that's a really sharp number too because again we talk about time, Chad. It, it lands on six often. Okay, it doesn't really land on seven. It's more likely to land on six. I, I love the value there. Not again. Not going to put as much on the 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 full game money line just because I have a futures with the 49ers. But first half money line, Green Bay coming out slow after extended rest against a team 49ers that they're ready for this. Like again, Shanahan. 
he's really dominated his uh, ex-existence. And LaFleur, they beat him this past season 30-28 to 28 against the 49ers. We talked about that. Green Bay had some miracle play at the end with Rodgers to get that field goal to win that game. We know the 49ers were not good to start the year. They're much, much better now, much more confident. Nick Bosa also was practicing, or not practicing, but he was on the field with his helmet yesterday um, going through concussion protocols. Fred uh, Warner is supposed to be back, too, for this 49ers defense. Big, big deals to me for this team. So I'm, I'm sticking to it, Chad. I believe in this 49ers team. I still think they have a really good chance to win outright, but taking that six, that's the smart player. You take that number. Yeah, it's funny. It's the one game that I just cannot seem to get behind. And I normally have so much confidence betting the Niners as a big dog. And I, I don't know why I'm having a hard time, you know. Probably because it's Jimmy, it. Jimmy G playing in, what is it, five degrees in Green Bay zero. for Sunday? It'll be two degrees and a yeah. windshield below zero. So, f- fuck. I'm scared too, buddy. But it's like, I got it. Like, we saw last week, Shanahan's run blocking scheme. They dominated Dallas running that ball. And that's what I have to believe in. It's like, this guy, yeah, he's one of the worst ever in the fourth quarter. And this he can choke away a win like nobody. But taking those six points, that's just a lot of points for Shanahan in the playoffs. All right. All right. I was going to say, for our big balls bet, you, you like the 49ers? I was going to say Kansas City. Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 fair because we're going against really, really smart groups taking that number. Yeah. Like that to me, it feels like it. it that feels like the foxhole and the big balls <laughs> better the week because everybody is against us. Like yeah. we have not heard from our collective sources and we have entirely different sources that anybody is liking the Chiefs in this game. Everybody seems to love the Bills. And here we are. Let's climb down into the foxhole. How is it that the big balls bet of the week is one of the best teams of this generation? I don't know. How are we alone? How are we in a fucking foxhole? I don't know. But we are with the Kansas City Chiefs minus two, minus one and a half against the Buffalo Bills. My man. All right. Tennessee minus three and a half. Chiefs minus two, Niners plus six, Rams plus three, two favorites, two dogs, AFC favorites, NFC dogs. This could go a million different ways. It could all go against us. Simon, we just don't know. I would be shocked if you follow me and my plays go below 500 this week. I just really like the sides we're on and I like the totals. Like, again, I got three unders, one over. I might as well be four unders. Like I, I could flip come game time, but I can tell you right now, my, I made a small bet on the over just because I just really don't want to be cheering for an under in a, in a Mahomes first Josh Allen matchup. Your unders are Cincinnati, Tennessee under 47. It's uh green Bay, San Francisco under 47, Tampa, LA under 48 and a half. And you like over 54 and a half in Kansas city, Buffalo follow everything we're doing in the action network app. We will also put our picks in the faves five. In the Action Network app, the Faves Five. We will put those in Sunday morning after we do our show at Commits Me on Action Network HQ. It is live. It is not a podcast. Watch it on Twitter. Watch it on YouTube. We'll discuss what's happening in the moment, in real time, with the most up-to-date lines. We will put our picks in after that. You know what time they're doing it on Saturday? Convince me. Saturday, we're discussing, uh, it's probably going to be noon, so let's hold off on that for now. All right.
Just, yeah, check check our uh, Twitters. We'll post what time. Check be our on. Twitters. We'll probably do it at noon on Saturday. It's all she wrote for me, Chad Millman, for Simon Hunter, my compadre. This has been the favorites podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. Download us on Apple, on Spotify. Rate us, review us, give us five stars, but say whatever the fuck you want. Talk to you on Tuesday. Love you.